Why are the Mofla killings of 1921 projected as an uprising against the Nambudris and the Nair landlords or as a freedom struggle? Why is it called Malabar Rebellion when the fact is that to establish Darul Islam in the guise of Khilafat movement 99 years ago, Moflas committed unspeakable atrocities on innocent Hindus in a long series carried on for six months beginning on the 1st of August in over 5,200 square kilometers of Kerala. Mufla killings are a warning signal from the history about what can be the outcome of demographic change. 5th of February 1921, orders were issued prohibiting public meetings in Arnad Taluka. On the 30th of March 1921, Abdullah Kuti Musalir, a prominent leader of the Mofla movement, gave a speech on Khilafat in Calicut and next day at Purnur Mosque. The Nayars and the Tayars who objected to the meetings were attacked. The temple of the Hindu headman of the village was desecrated. Section 144 was implemented and the order dated 8th May 1921 stated, riots were directed by the Muslims against the Hindus arising out of self-agitation in which thousands of moflas unlawfully assembled and caused damage to the Hindu place of worship, polluted their tanks and thereby offended the religious sentiments of the Hindus. By 28th August 1921, Ernad and Valluwanda were declared as Khilafat kingdoms with Khilafat flags and Ali Musalir as Raja. On the 24th of August 1921, Varian Kunta Kunja Ahmed Haji took over the command of rebellion from Ali Musalir. Who were the Mafilas? Arabs had come to India as traders in the 9th century. Malik ibn Dinar came with 15 Islamic Mishlanis at Kranganur, begged the permission of the ruler to build their own prayer centers and ended up building 10 mosques in the Malabar and South Canara. The Mapilas were a product of those men and the forcibly converted lower caste Hindu women. By 1921, with a population of 1 million, the Mapilas were the largest and the fastest growing community in Malabar. At 32%, they were concentrated in South Malabar. They were poor, and low in status and from the 16th century were majorly agricultural tenants. In Arnad, where the killing started, they were 60% of the total population. In Arnad and Valavandu, Moflas off and on indulged in Hal Ilaka, meaning religious frenzy of killing many Hindus. Many Hindus fled those areas in the 18th century during the Mysore invasions of Hyder Ali and Tipu due to the fear of these killings and forced conversions by the marauding Mafilas. There are examples like on March 1789, 19,000 men of Tipu surrounded 2,000 Nairs in Kutipuram Fort. The Nairs resisted for several days but fell in the end. When Tipu died in 1792, the Moflas took charge of consolidation of those Muslim regions. Another prominent Mofla leader was Varian Kunta Kunja Ahmad Haji. 
he created the Malaya Nadu, Al Dola, that is Sharia controlled region in Kerala where Hindus had to pay jazia, where he made extortions and supplied the Hindu women to the Arabs. How are Hindu killings connected to Khilafat? Beginning in 1919, the Ali brothers Shokat and Muhammad started the Khilafat movement for the restoration of Caliphate with Turkish Sultan of the Ottoman Empire as Khalifa. Gandhi had just risen to power by 1920. He forged a link between non-cooperation and the Khilafat movement. Gandhi and Shaukat Ali visited Calicut with the message of non-cooperation and Khilafat. Kunja Ahmed was also roped in. The Moflas fully supported the Swaraj idea, but it was to be a Muslim Swaraj. Before a crowd of 20,000, Gandhi proclaimed that the imperial government has knowingly flouted religious sentiments of 17 million peace-loving people of a community and that a foreign invasion would be welcomed in support of the cause. Rumors circulated that the Afghans were on their way. Yaku Hassan, a prominent Muslim leader from Madras, was invited to Malabar for a series of speeches in February by Congress leaders K. Madhavan Nair, U. Gopalan Menon and Moedin Koya. According to the Madras Mail, the Khilafat movement was wonderfully organized. Every village had its own Khilafat association and there was a regular system of intercommunication whereby men from a considerable area were rapidly summoned at any given point of time. Hitchcock, a police officer stated, that the system constituted of a major difference between the Hindus and the Moflas. Most Moflas gather at least once a week on Fridays and often at other times in mosques where they form some kind of opinion of their own under the cover of religion, making it difficult for a Hindu or a European to even become aware of it. June 8th in the month of Ramzan, Ali Musalir in Triwaran Gaddi led a band of 400 Khilafat volunteers in Qadi uniform with cross belts and knives from Kizika Palle Mosque. It is said that namaz was offered here only before outbreaks. On the 1st of August, many thousand Mofilas wearing skullcaps, Khilafat badges, Qadi shirts, violating the Malabar Offensive Weapons Act, armed with war knives, swords, long spears, and guns gathered in front of the palace gates. War cries and drums were heard from the mosques. It was an organized rising. The war knives and swords were manufactured. Firearms and swords were collected from Hindu houses and police stations. Railroads were wrecked. Telegraph lines were cut. Bridges were destroyed. Roads were blocked by cut trees. Trenches were dug. Mobs lay in ambush to attack the passing troops. On the 24th of August, Kunja Ahmad Haji gave speeches at Manjeri. He was in Manjeri from 21st of August till the 30th of August. A retired police inspector was murdered near Manjeri by Kunja Ahmad Haji and his followers on the 26th of August and his head was paraded on a spear. On one Friday, Muflas decided to arrange salvation for the Kafir Hindus in Arnad, 
It was decided that after the prayer, all Hindus at Manjeri and neighboring villages should be brought into mosques and converted to Islam. The caps, jackets, dresses were all kept ready for distributing to the newly converts. Gopalan Nair reported, it has been arranged on 26th of August, Friday after the Jama prayer, that all the Hindus in Manjeri and the neighboring villages should be brought to the mosques and converted. Caps, dresses, jackets were all ready for distribution among the converts. The situation was viewed by Thomas, the governor of Madras, as so serious that all the European women were removed from Ernad Taluk. A report published on the 6th of October 1921 states, several recent reports show Varian Kunta Kunjayamal Haji and Chemba Kesari Thangal decided that all the Hindus residing in villages at the mercy of the rebel bands should be put to death unless they accept Islam. Instances are mentioned in which Hindus had actually been forced to dig their own graves before being butchered. The special judge hearing riot-related cases in the judgment says, the rebels seem to have meant to kill every male in the place whom they could catch hold of, and the only survivors were those who either fled or were left as dead. B.R. Ambedkar wrote, the riots were carried out by Kuddame Kaaba and the Central Khilafat Committee who preached that India was Darul Harb and that they must carry out the alternative principle of Hijrat. The aim was to establish the Kingdom of Islam by overthrowing the British government. Knives and swords and spears were secretly manufactured. On 20th of August, a severe encounter took place between the Muflas and the British forces. Roads were blocked, telegraph lines were cut and the runway destroyed in a number of places. The Hindus were visited by a die of fate. Massacres, forced conversions, desecration of temples, foul outrages upon women such as ripping open pregnant women, pillages, arson and destruction. In short, all accompaniments of brutal and unrestrained barbarism were perpetrated freely by the Moflas upon the Hindus. This certainly was not a riot between two communities. An estimated 10,000 Hindus were killed. Property worth 3 crore was looted. Millions were converted. The magnitude and the extent can be calculated by the numbers of moflas taken to task. 50,000 were arrested. 20,000 were deported to Andamans. 10,000 went missing. 2,337 were killed. The district magistrate stated that the forced conversions of Hindus ran into thousands. Some reports estimated them to be at 20,000. After these brutal killings came to an end, Swami Shraddhanand of Arya Samaj started the Shuddhi movement and reconverted over 20,000 Hindus in the following months. But an ailing Swami Shraddhanand was shot dead on the 23rd of December 1926 at his ashram by Abdul Rashid. Huge funds were gathered and Asif Ali of Congress fought his case. Rashid was proven guilty and was hung. Special namaz was recited for him and over 50,000 joined his funeral processions. Though gruesome, 
Let me read out just a few lines from the memorial submitted by the Rani of Nirambur, just because you must know. Many wells and tanks filled up with the mutilated but often only half-dead bodies of our nearest and dearest ones who refused to abandon the faith of their fathers, of pregnant women cut into pieces and left on the roadside and in the jungles with the unborn lube protruding from the mangled corpse, of our innocent and helpless children torn from our arms and done to death before our eyes, and of our husbands and fathers tortured, flayed, and burnt alive, of our helpless sisters forcibly carried away from the midst of our kith and kin and subjected to every shame and outrage which the vile and brutal imagination of these inhuman hellhounds could conceive of, of thousands of our homesteads reduced to cinder mounds of sheer savagery and a wanton spirit of destruction of our places of worship desecrated and destroyed and of the images of the deities shamefully insulted by putting the entrails of slaughtered cows where flower garlands used to lie or else smashed to pieces, of the wholesale looting of hard-earned wealth of generations reducing the rich and the prosperous to publicly beg in the streets of Calicut. These are not fables. If the Hindus wish to cultivate eternal friendship with the Muslims, they must perish with them to vindicate the honor of Islam, said Gandhi, when he moved resolution for non-cooperation movement on the issue of Khilafat in August 1920. Khilafat leaders praised the Mufla as heroes fighting for the glory of Islam. Gandhi went one step further and said, brave, God-fearing people fighting for the religion in the manner they consider religious. Should this be lessons learnt or not yet?